What's up? It's Vince from Metal Sucks. We are here on coronavirus quarantine. So are you. So are all the musicians you love. So we decided it would be a good opportunity to catch up with some of those musicians. And with that, I have John from Warbringer. He is here and he is joining us today. John, how are you keeping busy during these uh, insane lockdown times? Well, um, the truth is, to a large extent, I'm not. Uh, that's one of the things about quarantine. Uh, the main thing that's actually keeping me busy is things exactly like what we're doing now. I'm having, uh, we're doing press almost every single day and I'm really grateful for that. On one hand, it's, uh, it's probably pretty terrible that we're putting out a record likely during this thing, April 24th. Uh, the tour is definitely affected. We'll probably talk about that. But, um, on the other hand, I'm at home all day, every day to do this onslaught of press they have me doing. And, uh, you know, which makes me very happy. It means the press office at Napalm's doing a great job. And uh, it means I have something to do, which is really wonderful. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just my wife and I sitting here. We are bunkered down. We, we spent like $600 on groceries at the start of this whole thing. And we're just cooking every single meal. We're getting really good at a bunch of stuff that we didn't really ever make before. Uh figured out how to do pizza on the reverse side of a cast iron skillet in the oven, you know, it turned out pretty good, you know, (laughs) that's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully you're not a toilet paper hoarder because if so, I'll be mad at you because I can't find any damn toilet paper right now. Uh, isn't that the worst catch 22? So hoarding toilet, so let, let me walk through a logical chain about this thing. One hoarding toilet paper is dumb. It's not the, number one supply you would need in the apocalypse in the first place and it kind of you know hoarding creates the shortage that necessitates hoarding but that's the point two point three is because you know about point two hoarding toilet paper is smart fuck me (laughs) so how much toilet paper do you have john i should have done it god damn it i wish i had and you could be mad at me all you want but i wish i had hoarded certain items more be, not because it's a smart thing to do, but because I know that it's a dumb situation and a lot of people are going to react silly, and that's going to force silly reactions to actually be a good choice for me. Isn't that fucked? Uh, there's this Men in Black from the 90s, the first one, uh, isn't exactly a super philosophical movie, but it has one moment that I'll always remember where Tommy Lee Jones goes, a person is smart. People are dumb, stupid, panicky animals. And, and that's just every time you see a mass reaction to anything, it manifests itself so greatly. Uh, Well, I'm glad you're keeping busy anyway. Um, You did mention the album April 24th. I've seen some bands and labels push back albums. Has there been any discussion of possibly doing that for Warbringer? There's been discussion of possibly doing that. However, uh, I think as far as I know, Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Fuck it, we're we're doing the record. We spent so long. We actually pushed it back once to do a second mix on the whole thing. That happened during it, uh, and uh, that's for our own insistence on quality and standards, and you know all all of that kind of stuff. Um, but so I don't think we're gonna do it again. I think we're putting it out, and I think we're gonna just believe in the strength of the record. We're gonna believe people want this record and that it'll fly based on the quality of the songs. And uh, I think that's all you can do. And I think people, uh, it would kind of suck for fans actually, if they've been told like April 24th for months, we've been hyping it, that's our job, you know? Um, so we don't wanna go back on that. It's, it's uh, 
you know, it, it'll hurt to do it during this, but it'll also hurt to push it back. So what do you want? You can't make you can't make stuff work out well for you. And, you know, my whole life playing thrash metal is one uphill battle after another. So what's like number, you know, 625? I, I release an album and it happens to be coronavirus. Fuck me. You know, uh, it's yeah i'm still gonna do it i still believe in what i'm doing and you gotta fight the good fight so uh, and and heck the people need some new music that they might enjoy right now especially the people that either are getting hit by the disease themselves have loved ones getting hit by the disease or this is you know even wider people that are in economic dire straits as a result of the world shutdown (laughs) yeah well i'm glad you're not uh, moving the album Um, i feel like what i'm seeing is that Bands that are kind of in, in your position with release dates that, kind of, you know, maybe like in April is sort of the limit that already had the physical product manufactured are sticking with it, uh, you know, but I, I think like a lot of the factories have actually closed. And um, so, so bands with release dates later on are like they have no choice but to reschedule. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's actually a pretty st- uh, astute observation. I mean, mechanically, you can't put the record out if you can't manufacture the record. Uh, we didn't have that problem. There was like one phone call a week or two ago where they talked about it, but I think we're leaning against. I think the only way you'd see that is if between now and April some new terrible thing happened, and I don't think, I, I, I hope not. So uh, I'd imagine that you're probably going to see the record April 24th. I'm not Nostradamus. I didn't foresee this whole thing to begin with. But uh, so I think we're committed to that. We're committed to giving the fans the album at the time that we said. And uh, we already have the video. We had a whole press and uh, release campaign. We have another single coming out uh, about a week and a half from today, April 10th, I believe. Uh, It's a really epic number, different from the other stuff we've released. So, you know, excited to put it out. And uh, yeah, I think we're just doing it. (laughs) One one thing. uh, Yeah. Yeah. and I mean, like like you said earlier, like I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. I think people do need this now. You know, there's nothing else to do. Like you've already watched the Tiger King. Everybody's watched the Tiger King at this point. Uh, I'm uh, I'm like three episodes in. Don't you know? Don't ruin it. Um, you know, and like we're we're all going nuts. So you know, like people need this. They need the release. Yeah, I'm I, I'm on that uh, line of thinking too. And uh, people got time to sit inside and like digest a ton of music. You know. I'm re, you know, I'm taking time to like read one of the 19th century Russians. I'm, I'm doing Turganov, Fathers and Sons, you know, one of those deep, deep reads. Uh, wow, this good for you. Long, but the, it's a good, it's a good one so far. I'm about a third of the way through. Um, I'm doing uh, the new Doom game. I'm almost, I've almost beaten it. It's just endless, brutal demon killing. It's fantastic. The combat Perfect. systems are, are for the apocalypse. Timely. Oh, I know. And hey, hey, check that. Here's a thought I've had. So, as a guy who spent over a decade writing this evil apocalyptic music, right? Don't I? In one way, you know, and I'm not happy about this whole thing. It's not good for me or us. You know, all our savings are gone. Fuck. We just had those finally. You know. Uh, <laughs> My wife says we still have some say. It, it 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 hit us. Is the point? You know, like everyone else, it would. Yeah. Um. But. Fuck was I gonna say? <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that, man, but it's cool. Um, what um, what what about uh, touring wise? Uh, you know, what, what do you guys have coming up? Is there any fear that it might not happen? 
Well, uh, there's more than that. Uh, so touring by nature requires large gatherings of people. At least you hope for large gatherings of people. And uh, you pretty much got to cancel it. So uh, there was a tour that everyone I think would have really liked. Uh, another thrash band who's putting out a release that's been a peer of us for a while. Hint, mm. hint, you could probably guess. Uh, yes. And that was never announced. Uh, so... I think they're trying to put this later in the year. Uh, as far as I'm aware, like we have shows on the books uh, in Europe. There, we uh, recently signed with the European agency Doomstar Bookings. They've put together something, uh, a festival in Belgium, uh, November 28th, day after my birthday. I'll be 34. Uh, but uh, it, they, they're doing that. And I think that's like the soonest we have any concrete dates because I think people are pretty sure by November we'll be okay. But uh, no yeah. one's willing to take a risk on like even like June, July looks pretty iffy, you know, it, it really does. And you see some of these bands that are, you know, that had canceled tours that, you know, unlike your tour, were actually announced and were selling tickets uh, and the tours went down. And you see them rescheduling for like, you know, May, some of them, June, like, uh, you know, and, and a bunch of them in July, August, like I saw Black Label Society uh, today, like Fozzie, Fit for a King, you know, like, you know, and they're out there. I guess the rationale is there's so many other bands trying to do the same thing that there's this competition to just get dates, uh, you know, in the in the venues. But it just strikes me as such a waste of time because they're like going to be canceled. No one is touring in June. I just like, there's no way. I, I think that that's going to be iffy. I think that uh, kind of like with the stock market though, there's going to be this opportunity that opens up in the disaster of be basically being the first on the ground after it, you know, in the stock market, if, if you can correctly call when the market bottoms out and by then you're going to do well. However, it's doing this like, you know that and uh if you call it wrong you will be fucked so i'm like trying to trying to see what i can do there to hopefully better our situation a bit out of this whole thing but uh with tourists too i think the first people who are able to get a tour that is kind of after it blows over like the first shows that come through town i think they're gonna do well, well but here's another uh, thing though is when that happens like, but not sorry uh, when that happens, there's going to be oh, no, like, are, are people going to be yeah, scared no to go out to shows? That was in my head as you were saying, <laughs> it was like, yeah. So spec again, neither of us are named Nostradamus, but, uh, it, it could go hard one way or the other. We're in a period of serious volatility for pretty much every aspect of anything involving the economy and, uh, touring, you know, concerts is one of those things. Um, it's, it's screwy indeed. That's why we're inside. I'm really glad that I have, uh, so much talking about like the record we wrote to do. Cause, uh, at least I can really focus on the material we wrote and that doesn't really change at all. Whether you can see us live or not, uh, you'll just have to wait for us to blow your damn head off. You know, <laughs> that's all we do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what, um, uh, how about the other guys in the band? Are they all safe? Their families uh, you know, do you know anyone, friends or family who's been infected? Uh, I, I think we're all pretty good. Uh, my mom is like in the medical industry, so she was right on it from the get go about, you know, intensive hand washing and social distancing and all of that. Uh, I think, you know, I don't have anyone in my family who was on the it's a hoax train. Um, so I think everyone pretty much has been observing the practice since before it, it was uh, 
called upon. So that's good. As soon as we saw like the grocery stores getting looted out, it was not loot, but, you know, bought out of everything and hoarded. We're like, okay, something's happening. We should adjust. And so as far as I know, everybody in my family and like in the band, uh, nobody's infected. However, uh, I think New York was hit harder first and as far as i predict los angeles is next up. <laughs> yeah. Bye, hun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey hey john's yeah, wife hun. that's my wife noel <laughs> um it's cool my my uh five-year-old might walk in at any minute um so um i mean it's a weird time though you know it's like what uh we're gonna be sitting around for many months here it seems at least uh you know worst case scenario we're waiting 12 months to 18 months for a vaccine before we can really fully get back to life as we knew it, uh, if such a thing is ever possible. But, you know, this is a long time. Uh, you know, some people are, are talking about how it could be great for creativity. Do you see anything in that? Uh, I mean, I suppose this forehand of chat we're having is a little creative. I'm not like ready to write a next record yet. You know, I'm six records in. I've written, you know, not counting the instrumentals. I've put out like, oh, thanks, coffee. Um, <laughs> I've put out like, you know, you know, I've written what, like 58, 60 thrash metal songs in my life. Um, I, I try to have a new, a new idea, a new way to get it across every single time um, as best I can. And that gets harder every time you add one on there. Now you can't do that one anymore and you have to come up with something new. So it's uh, every time I write a record as well, especially the last two, I think are a real step up for us. I think they really uh, achieve everything I ever wanted to do with the band. So I'm really proud of that. But it's also daunting because now I got to beat that. That's my bar now. And I'm like, fuck, ah, those were like the best ideas I ever had. I think, how do I have more of those? OK, you know. So uh, it's a challenge in that regard, uh, continuing the creativity in like the same line that the band is, because uh, I'm always about evolution. I don't want, you know, the band's called Warbringer. It's got to blow your head off. If it doesn't do that, we have failed you as a listener, you know. Yep. And uh, so any experimentation or expansion of the sound has to take place in the context of this is a vicious fucking thrash metal band. And I think there's still a lot you can do with that. Um, I think thrash metal is not a creative straight jacket or dead end. There's, you know, you got the punk, like hardcore influence stuff. You got your technical progressive stuff. Mm -hmm. You have your like Metallica sounding all big and giant on justice for all. And then you got like your dark angel, just chainsawing your face off for 40 minutes, you know? Um, so there's a whole realm of things and you got stuff that bleeds into black and to death. Uh, some that's more like heavy speed power, melodic leaning and we dabble in all of it is kind of my take and i think we kind of need to in order to have ideas that are within the canon of what we consider you know metal with a, a capital m-e-t-e-t-a-l fucking uh you know in the sense that we want to hear it uh i think we need to really look at the whole breadth of of it and kind of synthesize and refine all of it in our own pot so to speak uh to come up with something that's worthwhile for uh, what, what we've been calling in our own uh, propaganda, if you will, 21st century state-of-the-art thrash metal. <laughs> <laughs> who who came up with that one? Was that you? I, I did, Weapons of Tomorrow, you know. And, and it's, kind of the, it's kind of the thing we've been trying to do. It's sort of the mission statement of, uh, of the band is take the canon of existing vicious metal, pretty much, uh, that we consider to be, like, 
in the, you know, in the realm of, uh, you know, not post anything, just fucking metal, you know, <laughs> straight up guitar solos, you know, wailing, uh, all of that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, so it, it sounds like the new... Sounds like the new album is quite a uh, a mix of all of those things that that you, that you just described. Is that more or less what fans can expect? Yeah, have, have you heard it? Some some journalists have, some haven't. Um, I haven't. No, I, I've oh. got the promo, but I'm I'm sorry, I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm sorry, I will. I promise. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's, yes, basically, uh, it's it's continuing in what we do, but more so in our own direction. So it's not anything. Uh, Actually, there's a couple things we haven't done before in the realms of like, uh, I guess, epic storytelling type songs. There's a couple ones on there, Defiance of Fate and Glorious End, I'd say, Heart of Darkness and Notre Dame. Actually, we have like four epic epic prog thrash numbers, I guess. And uh, we've also got some just straight ahead burners, some some mid-pace headbangers, some like lower tempo crushers, you know, in the early 90s death metal vein. Uh, We're kind of drawn from all our favorite metal uh to put together something that we think is uh really special you know that, that's the aim here i've always wanted to make a record that i could feel like as a put it on your wall cast in stone record that's one thing i love about metal is that there's like these eternally great records that you can listen to a zillion times and the craftsmanship is just on such a level uh, and I really love that in this genre. So I, tr- I try to do that as best I can. So what, what you're saying is uh, uh, Warbringer now sound like Morbid Angel, getting that early 90s death stomp going on? We've had, no, no, we, well, we'll dabble in it. We'll touch with that. Well, yeah, we sound, uh, we've decided to worship that sound exclusively. It's uh, <laughs> a fun, magic fun, fun uh, career pivot for, uh, for Warbringer in the coronavirus era, though you didn't even know it was coming. Um, but, um, John, uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been good to check in, uh, best of luck with weapons of tomorrow. I hope all the touring stuff works out. Obviously it will eventually beyond this uncertainty. Now I hope your band is safe, your family, friends, all that. And thank you so much for joining. I got one thing to sign off with, uh, my, while we're at it, the great ally of quarantine, my ah. cat Fatsy. From the Keevil House, farewell everyone in the land of metal. Look at these freaking foods. Yes. Um, goodbye from myself and Fatsy Klein. Keep an eye out for Weapons of Tomorrow. Stay happy. Thank you, John.